0: This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk.
1: Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, and today we're talking about market rebound opportunities. So, let's think a little bit about what's happened with the market so far this year. <laughs> we have had some major market volatility. We've seen some ups, we've seen some big downs, we've seen some rebounding from those downs. And now here we sit. So let's put those into perspective just a little bit. I'm gonna pick a date and I'm gonna go with the date of June 5th. So according to Valor Capital, year to date as of June 5th, the S&P 500 was down 0.17%. 0.17%. That is almost break-even for year-to-date. And what's astounding about that is that that number is despite the fact that we have 25 million-plus people unemployed in this country. We've had this COVID-19 pandemic hit, go through lockdowns, some things are reopening, but we don't know what the future of that is going to end up looking like. And we had more than a 30% market correction happen in the first quarter of the year. In fact, we had the worst first quarter of the year in the S&P 500 in the history of the markets. But yet, as of June 5th, year to date, the S&P 500 is only down 0.17%, which means we've had a significant market rebound from the bottom of where the market was during this crisis. If we look a little bit further out from that, again, according to Valor Capital, if we look from June 6th of 2019 to June 5th of 2020, the S&P 500 was up 15.19%, which is a significant gain in anybody's book. So not only have we had a huge rebound from the bottom, but we are still significantly ahead of where we were this time last year. So I have a lot of investors asking me, well, gosh, what should I be doing now? You know, is the market going to go down again? Should I be putting money into things? Am I buying at the top? You know, the old adage that we hear about buy low, sell high. People are concerned about the fact that right now they might not be buying so low. (laughs) So I have some strategies about how you can take opportunities in the market No matter where it's at, but are going to be particularly effective when you think about investing after a market rebound. So, the first strategy that I want to talk about that could be timely for you is to think about reallocating your portfolio now. All right, why is this a good time to reallocate? Well, I want you to think about what your emotional roller coaster was like during the COVID 19 crisis downturn in the market if you were so uncomfortable and wishing you didn't have money in the market and wishing you weren't seeing those kind of losses, this might be a good time for you to reallocate now that we've had a significant rebound from the bottom. So what does reallocating mean? It does not mean just taking all your money out of your account and it does not mean getting rid of all the stocks in your portfolio. That's not what I'm talking about when I say reallocation. Reallocation means consider moving one risk tolerance level down to be a little more comfortable with your overall position in the market should we have another correction like that. So when you change risk tolerance levels, essentially what that means is you're going to end up reducing the amount of equity or stock exposure in your portfolio by roughly around 15%. Now it could be a little more, could be a little less, depends on your portfolio, but it means reducing the amount that you have in the riskier asset classes, like stock mutual funds, individual stocks, things like that, by about 15%. And 15% difference in that type of exposure is generally the difference between the asset classes. So for instance, if you were moderately aggressive and you have about 70% of the money in something stock-related, to move down to moderate, you'd be moving to where you only have about 55% of the money in something that's more stock-related. That's what reallocation means when I'm talking about it in terms of a market rebound opportunity. So if you just couldn't stand that rocky ride that we just had, (laughs) and you were wishing that you would have done this before that correction happened, this might be a good time to think about doing that now. Now, that could mean a call to your financial advisor to do that. It could mean reaching out to a new financial advisor to say, hey, Mary, is this something you can take a look at where am I allocated now and can I get a little bit more conservative because the market has rebounded. So this is a good time to be having conversations like that. The second part of reallocation right now has to do with how many assets you have stacked in your soon bucket versus your later bucket. Now remember the soon bucket is designed to be more conservative and this is where we want to be taking income from when you are actually in your retirement years. The later bucket is money that is intended for longer-term investment use, money we're not planning on using for at least 10 years and that money can be invested with a more longer-term growth strategy involved because if the market does go down and you're not going to utilize it for at least 10 years, well, then it has time for that to come back up. So the later bucket money is the more long-term, generally for people, a little more aggressive money that they have invested. So why is reallocating among your buckets right now a good idea? Well, when we have a market rebound like we just have, and we're back to kind of an almost even pace on the S&P 500, and that means still up over 15% from where we were a year ago, This is a good time to determine how much money are you likely to spend out of your portfolio in the next 10 years and then reposition that over to something more conservative in your soon bucket at this point in time. You don't want to be doing that repositioning while the market is significantly down. You want to be doing that kind of repositioning while the markets are at a higher point. Remember, buy low, sell high. If you're moving something from more aggressive to more conservative, that's going to include some selling. And so going with some of your assets, pulling them from the later bucket and reloading that soon bucket is going to be a really effective thing to consider doing while the market is at a rebound level. Now, What about those assets that are out there in the later bucket? Well, this is a good time to think about reallocating them from a performance and quality check type of standard. So this is a good time to look at those assets that are still in your later bucket, those longer-term growth type of assets, and say, how did we fare? Did I lose way more than the average guy did in my accounts during the downturn, or did I lose less than average? Did my holding stand up well? Did it weather the storm well inside my portfolio? So right now is a fantastic time to reach out to us to check in to say, hey, how are my holdings doing? Hey, Mary, can you evaluate these for me and tell me which ones are my winners and which ones weren't? And let me go ahead and maybe tweak out of the ones that didn't weather the storm so well so that I have a stronger overall portfolio in case we see another correction happen. So reallocation can really just take a whole lot of forms. Adjusting risk levels, reloading your soon bucket, quality checking your later bucket. These are all the kinds of strategies that are opportunities for you to take advantage of right now while we're at market rebound levels. Okay, the next thing that's an opportunity is to really start looking at your spending patterns. Now, the reason that this is an opportunity right now is because for most people, your spending patterns changed during the pandemic. You weren't going places, so you weren't spending as much money. You might not have been eating out as often. You certainly weren't traveling as often. And so people got a little bit of time to take a look at what their spending patterns really were. So this is a good opportunity for you to take a look at that and say, well, okay, now I know what it's like not to be spending that money. And I know what it's like to kind of have my norm. Where is it that I think I want to land from a spending perspective? Can I spend less as life gets back to normal? And if so, can I start saving some of that excess? Or another thought pattern would be, if I'm going to retire soon, can I trim down my expenses based on what I learned about my spending patterns during the COVID-19 pandemic? So these are different things that you can think about doing that are going to help us build out your income needs going forward and connect them in with your cash flow to make sure that you're living the comfortable lifestyle that you want.
0: Congratulations to Mary Stirk for being named three years in a row to the 2020 Forbes list for best in state wealth advisors and top women wealth advisors
1: Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stirk and the topic today is opportunities you might be able to take advantage of while we're in a market rebound. So we talked a little bit about where the markets are year to date so far and where they are from this point last year and we talked a bit about some different reallocation strategies that you could take advantage of. The next thing that I want to talk about is for more sophisticated investors, especially in portfolios that have a higher level of risk in them, this could be a good time to consider doing something called gain sweeping. Gain sweeping means looking at the individual holdings in your portfolio and evaluating what percentage of gain that you have made on that holding. Gain sweeping usually then will take that gain, sell off enough of the holding to uh, move the gain value back to cash and then leave the original position principle that you put into it. So for instance, let's say you put $25,000 into a stock and it is now worth 40,000, then that you have $15,000 worth of gain. So gain sweeping would say take 15,000 off the table Sell enough to equal 15,000, put that just back into your cash pool in the investment portfolio, and then leave the original amount of 25,000. Let that ride to see if that holding is still going to make you some more money. But essentially, when you gain sweep, you start locking in some of your profits. And if you were someone who had a lot of, uh, guts to invest towards the bottom of this last downturn, you probably do have some gains in there that you might want to consider sweeping just so you can lock in some of that profitability. So gain sweeping is something that is a possible idea for you to consider during this market rebound. Now, another thing then when you do gain sweeping is saying, okay, well, I just don't want that to sit in cash. You know, the market might go back down, but it also could go back up. So what should I be reinvesting those gains in? Well, if you're not going to take it in cash and leave it in cash, then what you might want to consider doing is looking for some deep value buys. And what I mean by that is screening for holdings that are still at a 20% down from their 52-week high. A lot of holdings are back to their 52-week high or even over that, but there are definitely segments of the industries and the markets out there that are still off by more than 20%. So if you sweep gains, you might want to pair that strategy with a strategy of looking for a deep value buy where you can invest in something that still has room to recover, where maybe that segment or that industry hasn't had full recovery yet. Okay, for those of you who are not so aggressive and looking for individual opportunities like that, but just have money that you want to get into the market, then a really good strategy for investing when markets are at a higher point is called dollar cost averaging. Dollar cost averaging means that you're putting money into the market in a set amount in a certain time pattern, regardless of what the market is doing. So for instance, let's just say you had $100,000 that you wanted to add to your account. You might want to do something that's called a 10-month dollar cost averaging strategy where we put the $100,000 into your account and then each month we take $10,000 and buy into something in the stock side of the market. What that does is it catches the market at both highs and lows. So dollar cost averaging can help you win regardless of if the market is going up or down. If you put your $100,000 in and you put 10 into the stock side and the other 90 is sitting there in cash waiting to be invested and the market drops, well then the next investment that you put in is buying at a lower price and so you're having an advantage there. If the market continues to go up, well, at least you have some of the money invested participating in the upside. So dollar cost averaging can have advantages. And that is a really strong option for people if they're wanting to take cash that they have on the sidelines and get it invested in the market. Now, dollar cost averaging can be done right inside a portfolio. You don't have to actually send the money to your account every month. It's something where you can move a chunk of money into the account, and then as your advisors, we can make sure that we're doing the dollar cost averaging on your behalf in the agreed upon strategy. Okay, the next thing that I wanna talk about when it comes to market rebound opportunities is taking time to reassess your long-term plans so this is a really good opportunity for you to reassess a lot of different things connected with your finances you know back in 2008 when we had the last big financial crisis in our country people went through a lot of pain and I hear people say to this day, ah, I don't want to go through another 2008. And I'm sure a lot of you listening can resonate with that. You don't want to go through the pain of another 2008. But guess what? We just went through something similar. We just rebounded faster. But we have had about 12 years between those two events where we didn't feel that kind of pain, where we didn't see markets drop quickly, swiftly, and deeply. And people can forget what that pain feels like. So now that you have had a taste of remembering, (laughs) then this might be a good time to reassess your long-term plans. So what I mean by that is asking yourself some significant financial questions. Things like, can I actually retire when I want to? Am I overspending? Am I living a lifestyle that is outside of my means? Am I paying enough attention to my portfolio? Or do I just never open my statements and I know it's there and I just hope, like my plan is hope that they're doing well? So this is a good time to think about doing that type of reassessment. Why? Because if you're gonna make changes to something, you wanna make them at the point in time where you're working on the market rebound side, not on the market downturn side. So let's talk a little bit about some of those reassessments. How do you know whether or not you can still retire when you wanted to? Well, that has to do with forecasting. Forecasting is the art of saying, here's where you are today, and these are all of the assets you have. Here's what we're going to assume they might earn over time. Here's the amount of income that you know you're going to want to live on from them. Here's an inflation factor that we have to put into play with our calculations. And then it comes out to, huh, you either run out of money or you don't run out of money. And that's what forecasting is all about. It's trying to pinpoint the scenarios where you either make it comfortably in your retirement or you get to a point where you look to be in danger of running out of money. Now, we survey people all the time about what's important to them. And the two biggest fears that we see people have are running out of money Or not having enough income to support the comfortable lifestyle that they want to live. And really the two are connected hand in hand because if you don't run out of money, you're going to have plenty of income to support your lifestyle that you want to live. So that's why forecasting can be such an effective tool. Now, forecasting is not a perfect system because there are assumptions built into it. But when you do forecasting, we can also frequently look at things that are called probability factors. Like what's the probability of success? If you've got like a 95% probability that you're not going to run out of money, you probably will have a higher comfort level about actually pulling your retirement trigger. But if you have a probability of only 70% of not running out of money, I would venture to say there might be some tweaks to your plan that would be a good idea. Maybe you need to look at what the forecast says if you work another year. Maybe you have to look at what the forecast says if you spend a little less money. Or maybe you have to look at what the forecast says if you can boost your investment return even by just a percent or two. How do you do that? By having quality investments. Is it a guarantee? Absolutely not. There's nothing guaranteed about forecasting or projecting investment returns. But what forecasting does is it gives you kind of a best possible case scenario and also the worst possible case scenario and the reality is you're going to land somewhere most likely in the middle of those two things. But what it does is it gives you some clarity about the possible long-term effects of the financial decisions that you make. Retirement is the big decision. You don't get a bunch of do-overs when it comes to selecting your retirement date. <laughs> this is something that when you do it, you hope you do it right. So Forecasting is a really good idea. Now, forecasting takes time. It takes expertise and it takes wisdom. And there's fancy financial software that's out there. So forecasting is typically something that an advisor who does it will charge you a fee in order to work through your forecasting with you. But I would venture to say it's one of the better fees you might consider paying. And the reason for that is because it can really give you clarity about the long-term possible impact of the decisions you make. And clarity is something that really leads to better educated decisions. Okay, we've talked a lot about a lot of things connected to market rebound opportunities. We have visited about reallocating about gain sweeping, about dollar cost averaging, about reassessing your plans, about adjusting things in your buckets. There are a myriad of opportunities that you could take advantage of right now while the market is still within its rebound limits. So I encourage you to reach out, talk to us, talk, you know, give us a call, talk to one of our advisors about what opportunities might make sense for you to consider during your own portfolio market rebound review. So thanks for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk.
0: The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can ensure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC.